This is another episode of Live Set Apart, a podcast inspiring you to embrace your unique gifts, be who God created you to be, and change the world in your unique way. I'm the host, Valerie Cote-Talia. Thank you so much for tuning in. I promise that this episode will change your life in a meaningful way. Let's connect beyond the audio. Follow me on Instagram at I Live Set Apart and Facebook and TikTok at Live Set Apart. And if you want to see these interviews unfold, subscribe to the Live Set Apart YouTube channel for uncut episodes and inspirational shorts. Let's live set apart and be who God created us to be. You are listening to Live Set Apart episode 20. Yes, 20 episodes of pure encouragement, sharing the stories and testimonies of everyday folks, all to encourage you to embrace your unique gifts, be who God created you to be and change the world in your unique way. I pray you are enjoying this podcast as much as I am enjoying interviewing guests and recording episodes just for you. Trust me, I am encouraged as I go. And I'm excited about this episode because for this episode, I have done a first. I've interviewed a duo and not just any duo, a mother-son duo. I had the privilege of speaking with one of my high school classmates, Benevolence Ingram Mays High, class of 2000, the best class as we mentioned during the show, and her talented, well-spoken, self-assured, entrepreneurial, wise, and God-fearing son, Cameron Patrick, CEO of Capturing Memories. She recently announced the launch of his new business and I was so proud. Proud of him, of course, but even more proud of my classmate because I know that his success was a direct result of her success as a parent. So in this episode, you will hear some of the ways that her faith allowed her to be the best parent that she could be and how that set her son up for success. Enjoy. Hello, Benevolence and Cameron. It is so great to have you as guests on Live Set Apart. I am so excited to be able to share your story with other people and just to hear how God has worked in such a mighty way in both of your lives. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. Thank you so much. We're excited. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yes. So I knew immediately when I saw, first of all, everyone, Benevolence and I are classmates. We graduated from Mays High together in 2000, class of 2000. The best class ever. The best class ever, yes. (laughs) And although we haven't been in close contact since graduation, we have been connected via social media and a few months ago, I saw that Benevolence posted that her son launched a new business as a photographer. And I was so proud, proud of them both. But I was extremely proud of my classmate because I know that her son's success is directly related to her success as a parent. And I wanted to spotlight that because we have a lot of parents, a lot of people rather with children Mm -hmm. who aren't necessarily parenting. And I feel that it is so important. First of all, being a parent is such such a blessing, first of all. And there's also such a huge responsibility attached to it because the Lord has basically granted you stewardship of this creation, his creation, (laughs) his child. And you have a responsibility to be a good steward of your children. And so I love to highlight that because I'm a huge proponent of great parents and people living out their purpose. So 
I just said a lot. With all of that being said, <laughs> we're going to just jump right into it and start at the beginning. And um, like I said before, there are people with children who aren't necessarily parenting, who just who just don't focus. And it's, it's not to say that they're bad people at all, mm-hmm. but their yeah. focus just isn't necessarily on parenting and mm-hmm. building up their children. I want to know, I'm just curious if before you had Cameron, if you had any parenting goals in mind and if so, what were they? So I, <laughs> I had Cam at an early age. Um, so I didn't have... I knew being the best mom was one of the goals. I knew that, I mean, I had great parents. I had great parents that were, I mean, ideal. Like I wanted to be calm, like my mom. My dad had ways, of course, most fathers um, were very stern. I'm going to use that word. (laughs) So I knew that I, I wanted to say qualities from him as well, but my mom had a way of just, nurturing and understanding and calmness. And I wanted to pass it on to, to being the mother, that ideal mom. Um, being a young mother though, I knew I wanted to want, I knew I needed a boy <laughs> because of the strong personality that I had. And I know I knew that a girl, a mini me, <laughs> that would <laughs> So many of you in some ways still though. You're right. <laughs> so at a blessing when I birth when I when I did um marry his father, mm-hmm. um, I knew, okay, so my my child, whatever boy or girl at that point, because you know, you start out, I want a boy. Mm-hmm. But then as the pregnancy grew, I was like, as long as my baby is healthy, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so then God bless me (laughs) with my heart's desire. And then as we go through this interview, it's going to be God's blessing was more than what I was even, what I could have even imagined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at least you had, at least you knew you wanted to be a good parent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you Mm -hmm. had that, you had that um, experience, you know, with good parents. So mm-hmm. not everyone even has that experience where they even know, you know, what is a good parent. Exactly. Right. So it's a blessing that you even had that experience. And we could talk all day about God giving you the desire of your heart. <laughs> even after you had come to a place where, you know what, Lord, whatever you have for me, as long as my baby is mm-hmm. healthy, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But he still gave you the desire of your heart, gave mm-hmm. you a son. And now you have Cameron. <laughs> so I believe you two are members of word of faith yes um correct okay so you probably heard Bishop not to cut you off I just Uh want to have this story because this is a this is a part of God's path Mm -hmm. before I even knew I joined the church when I was pregnant with Cam so Cam was in my belly and we were still in Ben Hill so Mm -hmm. this dates how long we've been members Mm mm-hmm so I joined, walked to the front when the, when the church was on the only, the main um, sanctuary had a left side and the right side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walked down the middle. It was a summertime because I had on this maternity pink, no sleeves, sweater type mm-hmm. thing. Nice. And I was pregnant and I, and I joined the church um, before he was born, but he, he, and, you know, being with me, mm-hmm. um, became members um 
before he was born. So yeah. I knew, you know, yeah. So that's, I wanted to add that part in. Yes, definitely. What a, what a great ministry to be born into Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> great ministry. So, so you've been a member for so long. I know you have heard Bishop mention this, that it's important that parents are attentive to their children mm-hmm. and that's their needs. And he specifically says their bend. Yeah. So like a child's natural bend. So that's their giftings, their interests that mm-hmm. they're naturally into and it's important for parents to know that so mm-hmm. that they can steer them in that direction and mm-hmm. not their own direction you know exactly. like, I want my child to be a exactly doctor, you know exactly so steer your child according to their natural bend so mm-hmm. tell me about how you began to discover Cameron's natural gifts Cam was very Cam is a super loving person. Um, as a child, he's always gravitated to that organic, natural love. I felt like he was a magnet for, um, spirits. And cause I believe in the, you know, the, the spiritual side, the mm-hmm. Christianity side of spirits. So he would be in a person's presence and with the bad energy or spirit, mm-hmm. my, my child would start to cry like simple, mm-hmm. but simple, Mm-hmm. But when he was in the presence of a positive, um, a godly spirit, he was just as calm. So I knew as he grew up, his ability to discern mm-hmm. spirits, he didn't even know what that was. Like he was a child, but he already could pick up on um, personality types. So for him, I watched that that development, that gift in him transform when I would ask him to do something and he didn't want to do it. Oh, that side, (laughs) that side of me watching the ability to, I'm going to do it because mommy said so. However, I'm going to either draw, I'm going to make this a whole drawn out process. (laughs) So Now, the flip side of that, I learned quickly when he loved to do something, he's eager. He's the first out the gate. He's up. Mm -hmm. He's on time. Matter of fact, he's early. He's eager. He's detail oriented. He has he's crossed all T's, dot all I's. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So now it comes into he started playing basketball at the age of four. Um, At that age, we put him in all sports. So he was playing baseball, basketball. Um, I'm missing a sport cam. I'm sorry. What sport am I missing? It was one more, I think. Did you but, say football already? Yes, football. Oh, okay. So we learned quickly of the sports he didn't care for because of his <laughs> behavior, <laughs> because of how he felt. But basketball was something that he fell in love with. So that's when I learned, okay. So now basketball became a thing, the sportsmanship, the camaraderie, that was a, a thing that he connected to. Now with his arts and his, his demeanor on how he loved hands-on, he was very hands-on and could figure out anything. I would buy him video games, Valerie, mm-hmm. from GameStop, and Cameron would beat the game in a couple of days. So I was like, okay, so he's super smart. So the graphics, though, I learned from the art side of it. And it, it took me a while because I'm thinking normal kid playing video games. This is where this is coming from. 
But no, it was his ability to figure out the detail of the game in order to beat it that fast. Mm -hmm. So kind of fast forward to his degree path, he's in filming. Mm-hmm. So everything about detail orientation of behind the scenes, every little nuance of photography or whatever, that was that development skill set in him at that young. Yeah. So I noticed just from how he would, I, and I guess to make it simple, how he would be excited mm-hmm. versus I will do it because I'm told to, but I, I'm, I, you could tell it that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That turned into his development of, of what he chose, where he is today. That's awesome <laughs> that you saw that and then push him forward in football. I want my baby to be in the NFL. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cam quickly made it clear. And that was another part of his young and him and his young being very young. He was, we allowed him to be vocally free and that came with being respectful. Okay. So I come from very old school parents. They didn't play that speak your mind parenting at all. No, Cam knows better. But we allowed him, if you felt a certain way, we want you to be okay with saying how you feel. Mm -hmm. So after a football game in Carrollton, I think it was in Carrollton, Cam made it clear at, he was five, four or five. He said, I don't want to play football anymore. He said, I don't like being hit. And we made it clear. That was enough for us. Not going to force it, you know? Mm-hmm. So Kim, I think, built that respect for his parents. If I say something in a manner, my parents will listen. They will honor. And it, that was our two-way street. That's how we parent, parent him. Yes. Well, Cam, uh, we haven't heard a lot from you yet. I'm curious <laughs> because Hello. you were born into that great ministry that we mentioned earlier, Word of Faith. Right. And um, so I'm assuming you grew up in church. And I'm wondering exactly. how that has influenced the young man who you are today. I remember being in um, being at Word of Faith as a teenager. And <laughs> and I know how I know how it influenced the last two years specifically of high school. I know how it influenced me. So I'd like you to tell me a little bit how it influenced you even before high school or, you know, as early as you can remember, as you were growing up, being a member of church, being active in church and how you think it has impacted the man who you are today. Right. Um, It's impacted me. And like my mom was talking about how I can tell like the people, like people who to be around, who not to be around. Like I was raised around good people and like people with the right mindset. So I can like tell it's more just like a feeling of just, okay, this person is into X, Y, and Z. I need to be aligned with people more ABC. So I'm going to go that way. So the biggest thing is, is that, and just, um, it's um, helped me grow as far as just my morals, Mm -hmm. just trying to be on the right path, not, uh, drinking and partying all the time, things like that, especially in college. Like it's, it's all around you, that type of stuff. So just to stay focused on my, my goals and, uh, photography and music and, Mm. and in my grades. So I definitely think church being in church early in my life definitely Mm. helped me, uh, stay on the right track. Um, now. <laughs> Mom, I know you're so proud. <laughs> Cameron, I wish I didn't care, but I don't want my makeup to <laughs> on. 
<laughs> go for it let the tears run this is a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a time camera remind me um which college or university you're attending um the university of west georgia so not too far, not too far from home. Okay, so I'm right. kind of skipping around a little bit because I wanted to um, kind of pick your brain, Cam, about your generation, Gen okay. Z. <laughs> right. So there's a, t- there's a ton of research out there um, that basically sums up your generation as kind of like being lost <laughs> the lost generation so of course this does not mean that every single person in that generation is lost because I can see from my right. own with my own eyes that you know on the flip side some people say you all are lost but what I see is Gen Z going out there and going after what they want I mean look at you starting your exactly, business yeah. I see that so for every young person they say is lost they're like 20 who are not yeah. and who are informed of what their purpose is and they're going mm-hmm. after their goals and so tell me a little bit about right. you shared how you know being in church has helped you you know to grow spiritually and help to develop your morals and your values but tell me a little bit about your journey to discovering your purpose, because even though there are, you know, young people out like you who, you know, are comfortable in their purpose and know what they were created to do, there are so many others who are lost and they identify themselves as being lost and not knowing their purpose. So tell me a little right. bit about your journey to discovering your purpose. Um, Just to, to go back to like my generation being lost, I think that this day and age has so much technology and we can look up what, like whatever at the, you know, a couple like clicks of our thumbs. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot of information. So like, we don't know exactly what to do. Like other decades, like our parents or, or our teachers would tell like people what to do. And then they would just grow up doing that. But now it's, you have your parents, teachers, you know, social media is trying to tell you how to get money this way or that way. Like, it's just a lot of, you know, of stuff being drawn at you. So it, it can create a lot of, um, and create a lot of people being lost, like not sure what they want to do, but it, it create, it, it could create people like, like uh, me where I find, like, I do a lot of research by a lot of things and I find something I'm like, oh yes, that's, that's, you know, that's the thing. But as far as my journey, just going through, like my mom said, with sports or just even like little things like playing video games, I always had a passion for just art and storytelling and telling stories through through different mediums. So I just gravitate towards like songwriting. Um, I just do that every day because I just love to do it. Mm-hmm. And then photography, like I love, like I named my business Capturing Memories because that's what I enjoy to do. Like I enjoy taking a photo of someone in their, like, in their happiest moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing your insight on that generation. Like I said, there is, there's a lot of research out there, but then there's also evidence yourself included right. of those who have found their way and their purpose and who are changing the world in your in your unique way. And that's what my podcast is all about. Featuring people who have embraced who God has created yeah. them to be and who are changing the world in their unique way. And of course, you have begun as a photographer. You're still in school with, for film. And I am confident that you will share some compelling stories through yes. your gift of um, writing. 
So I'm excited about that as well. <laughs> Thank you. I think you, Thank you I think you described it as compelling and relatable or real or or something like that. Anyway, it's gonna be good, whatever it is when it comes out. <laughs> so so benevolence, Cam has shared how he shared about his journey to discovering his purpose. And I can only imagine because I'm not a parent yet, but I can only imagine how you have felt as a parent watching him go through this journey and discovering his purpose and who he is and who he was created to be. And so I'm wondering as a parent, how you have balanced or continue to balance guiding Cam and allowing him to grow through life and make his own mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard. It's difficult. Um, because if, if I could protect him from every hurt harm, then I would, but with him making his own decisions and cam can attest to this, he will make his own decisions. <laughs> despite, despite how I encourage, or especially now that he, you know, once he turned 18 and, you know, started his freshman year in college. Oh, it, it, that, that was his permission. Like, wait, I'm grown. Um, (laughs) So, but for him though, it was, um, I've watched him grow and I had to put on the full armor of God. I want to say, because I knew that hurt was going to come. I knew that with, he was going to make mistakes. Um, But I had to, to stay strong and pray. So everything that he does, even now, this part, he may not know, but I do when he's traveling or because he used to, he, he was traveling at a very young age with basketball. So when I couldn't be there, of course, nerves on a thousand, doesn't matter. My kid is with somebody else. I know them, but I don't know them, know them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, that's, that's my, that's me, my mini me going somewhere so even now at his age, I'm the same way um, with praying. I have to continuously pray, God protect him. And my mom would pray this prayer, you know, Lord, build a wall, wall of fire around and protect him from any hurt, harm, danger, or injury. Mm-hmm. So I pray that because my mom prayed that for us and I prayed that for him. So mistakes will come and we'll talk through. So he'll have situations where, you know, I try to encourage and explain because he's that type of child. I can't just say, Cam, don't open the door. I have to say, Cam, don't open the door because there is a fire on the other side. I have to give him the full story. So he's like, all right, I won't go open the door. Because <laughs> my child will go open the door and be like, so why can't I open the door? And I'm, you know, but with that type of parenting, he listens for the most part. And when I give him, because I know his language, I speak his language. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how with mistakes, I try to give him the full 360 story. Mm-hmm. So he will then be able to make a decision. You know what? I'm going to try it out anyway. Or, you know what? I'm going to listen. So that's how with his with mistakes now and even growing up, I try to give him the full layout of this is why this is not the best decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I feel like there's so much wisdom in that, in that method of parenting, because, you know, when I was growing up, I was just told, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And as I've gotten older, right. (laughs) And as I've gotten older, I've learned that 
I am naturally a challenger and a learner. And so I have mm-hmm. always wanted to know the why. And I feel like mm-hmm. there were a lot of teachable moments, um, no shade on my parents at all, but <laughs> there were a lot of teachable moments that they missed out on by not just explaining to me the why. And so mm-hmm. I like how you you realized that that's how you needed to parent Cam and that's what you did. And it has obviously worked. <laughs> <laughs> It has worked. So Cam, tell me a little bit about that moment. Sometimes, and I, I kind of stole this from Oprah, but I ask guests sometimes, you know, what was your aha moment? If you could think back to the moment when you just knew that you had to live out the purpose that God created you for. Um, just like, I often think about the things that make me happy. So like I said, storytelling, things like that. And it just starts to like over like overcome my thoughts. So if I don't act it out, this is just going to eat away. I mean, I feel like you should love, you know, what you're doing. You should live out, you know, what God puts you on this earth to do. Like that's you should do your purpose. So, yeah, even just like asking why just to get a better understanding of just just life. Yeah, just just to just to live life happy. <laughs> yes. I'm listening to you and I'm like, I'm so jealous. Like, I wish I could go back in the past and, <laughs> and just hone in on that. Then, you know, when I was your age, that early age. Yes. <laughs> trying to get all the wisdom and knowledge I can trying. Yes. Got it early. <laughs> and just go for it. I mean, why not? If you already know what God has placed in your heart for you to do, just pursue it that's what he wants us to do anyway so I just love to hear you say that and I want to go back to something your mom mentioned which was prayer how important of a role prayer has played in her um you know balancing how to allow you to grow and make your own mistakes and I'm just wondering how I wonder what role prayer has played in your life prayer um just when I feel, I mean, obviously, like when the good thing, when the good times roll, obviously, thank God. But just in, also in times when, you know, I'm down on my luck or I'm like not feeling great because, you know, there's days, you know, we're not we're not perfect beings at all. Like some days we're happy. The next day we get be tired, sad. You know, there's a lot of things happening in life. So just to just to have that anchor as far as prayer, just to help me feel better and just have someone to talk to and. And just to know that, like, he's listening. Yes. <laughs> now, I wonder, do you, and I'm sorry, this was not in your questionnaire, but I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if you have peers who um, who you can talk to, like, when you get discouraged or mm-hmm. who you can pray with, you know, when you get discouraged. I actually do. Um, this year I joined, uh, this is group on campus called The Gathering, and um, a lot of Christians come together and there's like a, um, a speaker that comes and things like that. And mm-hmm. I've grown for uh, a couple of friends through that group. So actually, yes, I do have people I can talk to and go to. So it is that is helpful, especially oh. to have people like my age and going through th- like similar things I'm going through at, at this moment to talk to. Mm-hmm. You all can relate to each other and relate to, you know, your experiences. Right. 
So benevolence, when I have guests and I often ask them what their greatest accomplishment so far has been, (laughs) they typically, all of the parents say being a parent. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think it's so sweet. And I, and I love it because, you know, Bishop has said before, no amount of success can compensate for failure at home. And so I think it's great that parents are proud of you know, parenting being their greatest, their greatest accomplishment. And you share more or less that you are so proud of who Cam has become. Mm -hmm. Um, What else can you share about some of your greatest accomplishments so far? Um, So the top of the list, of course, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. is being the mom to this amazing young man. I can't (laughs) say enough or express in words. There aren't enough words to say how proud I am to be blessed with a, with a son that is so mature, he's been mature as long as I can remember, but his ability to be like my God, my God's gift, you know, that's been my, I feel like God, God loved me enough to bless me to be the mother of this amazing young man. So that, that of course is top of the list. My second, my second portion would be my ability to, as a career, because my, my parents, um, I don't know who had the vision of what, but my, my name itself, Benevolence, I grew into it. Mm-hmm. And that name alone, my name has become my brand. Mm-hmm. So that has been my second accomplishment, I want to say, um, with knowing, learning who I was gifted to be. Mm-hmm. Because benevolence or being benevolent, which some people call me that, and it's like, no, 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 that's wrong. <laughs> being being benevolent is an act that I have to, there is no way around it. With my name, I can't act the way sometimes I would want to act because it's expected of me to be <laughs> benevolent. So that was my second. And then I want to say just on a, on a tier, and I, I want to give... I want to give, I've mentioned my, my son, I've mentioned my parents, but I have not given honor and and I I have not given due justice to my husband. Mm -hmm. When I tell you my husband, he's, he's in a different lane by himself because to deal with someone like me, (laughs) I, I want to say that Leo has been a part of my I don't want to say even accomplishment. I I feel like that was God's way of being like, all right, so now that you understand who you are, now that you've been obedient because you've you've ran through your 20s doing what you wanted. (laughs) So now that you've done that, now I can, now you can see with a clear vision on who I am blessing you with. Mm -hmm. So my husband, Leo, has been absolutely amazing. And an amazing, and I, Kim, I don't want to speak on behalf of you, but I want to say an amazing um, role model for Cam, a great stepfather to Cam, um, and our my other bonus children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been an amazing, without my support system, I, with my husband and our children, and even our grandchildren, it's been amazing. So I want to say from being a single mother to now being a mother of two additional bonus children and they're not children they're grown so Cam is our youngest mm-hmm. so let me not say that on, on video and they're like wait what 
<laughs> so Cam is our youngest, but our my support system by far is dynamic. Dynamic. Wow, what a blessing. And I'm so glad you shared that about your husband. There was a message in there just for me to hear, and you sharing that about your husband. So I heard you, Lord. I I hear you. <laughs> so Cameron, please share how people can book you to capture their memories. Right. On Facebook and Instagram, um, just message me and then uh, I can talk you through, you know, what the look you want, location, um, outdoor, indoor, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just message me on those uh, platforms and I'll, and I'll get back to you. And then I have my um, phone number linked there as well. So you feel free to call me, message me. All right. And remind listeners of what your Facebook name is and all of that good stuff. Right. Capturing memories and the like handle is capturingmemories.cm. Capturing memories. All right. Now, Benevolence, before we leave, is there a message that you'd like to share to parents um, regarding supporting their children and their their children's dreams? I, I want to say for those parents that are feeling like you have to be in control, let go. You have to let go and let God because it's not going to work with you in a driver's seat. You have got to get out of the passenger seat. Well, get out of the driver's seat, hop into the passenger seat mm-hmm. because it's not going to work. One God has their, God has his own plan for your child. And then your child has its own plan. So, (laughs) so you're double team. So that's the best advice that I can give when you are wanting, especially with, if you have a young adult, like I do let go and just continue to pray, stay prayed up continue to believe in God. And you just gotta just go ahead and scoot over, scoot over (laughs) because it's going to happen. So that would be my advice. All right. And Cam, is there anything you would like to share with your peers, either about pursuing their dreams or anything you'd like to share with your mom about, you know, her supporting, her supporting you or just to parents in general about supporting their children? Okay, so the first one, um, just for young, just pursue uh, what you love, because the older you get, you know, the more responsibilities you have, you know, the more, the more workload is going to be put on you. So it's going to be harder to pursue your dreams the older you get. And my mom, I love you. And um, thank you for your support and letting me just to um, be more free as far as what I want to do. And, uh, you know, not having the the stern hand as far as like, do, do that. Don't do that. Just let me be free. So, and advice to parents, like my mom said, just, uh, you know, it's hard because when you love your child, you know, when they're younger, you know, you, you, you know, tell them what to eat, to drink, to where to go, you know, you drive them to school and back, you know, all that stuff. So as you get, as, as, um, you know, the kid gets older, I imagine it will be hard to, you know, let go of that, some of that responsibility. But like my mom said, you just have to let go and let God. I think that's that's great advice to give to any parent, for sure. 
Yes, very, very well said. Again, I thank you both so much for sharing this. I know it's definitely going to be a blessing to listeners and I will continue to send people to your Facebook and Instagram page, Cam. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So that you can capture some memories. Thank you both again so, so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this episode of Live Set Apart, help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the podcast. That way we can keep making great episodes for you to listen to. And it helps other people find us too. If you've got a question for me or my guests or a topic you'd like to hear covered, email me at Valerie at Live sets apart.com and follow on instagram at i live set apart for regular inspiration thank you for tuning in until next time live set apart be who god created you to be